everybody. Hey guys. This is Zach. This is Stuart. And this is the Backwards Super Show. Um, wow. This is a Me 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 episode where we talk about uh, the media and things we've been doing, um, possibly mining it for future episodes. Uh, yeah. Not really long enough to take up a full episode on their own as of yet, but right. um, just the things we've been doing. Yeah, just keeping you updated on... Uh our life in general and stuff that we've been doing. Yeah, so um, did you want to start first? Yes, um, I've got a, a fairly long one because okay. I was actually out west Yeah. for two weeks. Yeah. Two whole weeks with, uh, with my family, my dad, my sister, and her boyfriend. And uh, boy, two weeks with family. You can... Uh, a lot of drinking? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, by the end of the uh, trip, we um, we were all ready to get back home, to say the <laughs> least. Uh, but it was a lot of fun. Um, I love camping. Um, I love hiking. Just being out in the uh, wilderness is definitely a recharge for me. I remember coming back from this trip, and I was looking forward to going to work. Like, oh, good. My, yeah, my whole like batteries had been recharged. It's really nice. It's kind of it's nice to get out there, experience it. And then you come back home with fresh eyes. So the first uh, national park that I went to was a uh, Zion National Park. So much fun! It was probably one of my favorite parks. Um, they have two like uh, well-known hikes, which are a lot of fun. Uh, the first one that we did was the Narrows, which is uh, a blast. Um, basically, it's in this valley this like canyon of fantastic rocks multiple colors really cool but the thing is there's a uh, basically a stream river going through the canyon yeah so you're hiking through water oh okay that's yeah. interesting sort of like you're in a creek and everything yeah you have to kind of come prepared you have to bring like wet shoes and everything else uh quick drying clothes because i'm not a tall guy but Probably the deepest I got to was around, like, belly height. Oh, wow. Yeah, so you're you're wading through a lot of water. Yeah, that's really deep. Yeah, and the uh, big thing is um, you always have to check to make sure that there's no flash floods or any uh, heavy rain coming because you're in, like, a canyon. If a flash flood happens, there's no real good way to get out of there. Yeah. Yeah, so it was a lot of fun. It was... um. It was fairly packed, but um, uh, the farther that you got into the actual uh, hike, uh, the less and less people were. And uh, we hiked about six miles round oh, trip. Wow! Okay. Yeah, so three up, three back. Yeah. Um, and it was a bit that's, slow. That's, that's a pretty all-day hike. Then. Yeah, it was pretty slow going too because you had to make sure like the water current was pretty strong. Like you could get swept up um yeah there were some people who ended up like getting or falling doing some tumbles uh but Ooh. everybody seemed to be okay okay um of course we brought like water and everything because the altitude change was really interesting because you know we live here in atlanta which is about 700 feet above sea level yeah uh when i went out west um, zion is uh, about seven thousand feet above sea level so there's definitely a difference the oxygen isn't as uh, as thick as it is here, so yeah. it's very thin. So you, you got to make sure that you... Peace yourself. Yeah, right? and drinking that water, because water has oxygen in it. Yep. That's what the H stands for. No. H2O. 
That's what the O stands for. Ah! <laughs> no, I'm joking. Yeah, I knew that. I was just seeing if you were listening. Yeah, of course I'm listening. <laughs> uh, oh man, that spiked. Um. Yeah. So yeah, uh, Zion was a lot of fun. Uh, we did the Narrows, and then we did uh, Angels Landing, which is another like really intense hike where you're getting up to basically a plateau. And uh, there's a lot of switchbacks. Um, you're going up about uh, 1,500 feet of elevation. Yeah. Um, which is a lot of elevation for that little bit of a hike that you have to do. And then there are parts where you kind of have to, like, scramble up some rocks. Yeah. Where there's no actual path where you're just kind of, like, climbing up. And there's just sheer drops on both sides. Jeez. So it's, it's very intense. Um, they recommended if you have a fear of heights not to do it if you have vertigo not to do it if you have like heart conditions don't do, do it, it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, neither uh, my dad was neither on either of these um, these hikes so he, he did some smaller hikes and stuff like that that we did with him but it was a lot of fun it was beautiful up there and um, yeah so Zion was really cool from Zion we went to um, Grand Canyon National Park, the North Rim, which was very beautiful. It's actually the um, less popular one out of the um, rims. A lot of people go to the South Rim. We went to the North Rim, oh, okay. which was nice because there weren't as many people. Why is it less popular? Um, I think just the location. Uh, it's a little bit harder to get to. Um, and again, a lot of fun there. Uh, just sort of exploring around, seeing a lot of, like, the, um, lookout points. Uh, we went to a, um, a ranger seminar where they just sort of, like, talk about particular, um, topics. Yeah. Uh, one was about, like, um, astrology. Okay. Yeah. Astronomy? Astrology. No, as astronomy. Astronomy. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Astronomy, which was really cool. Another one was talking about, like, Bridey. The first um, mule that went down to the Grand Canyon, oh, like okay. down into the gulch. Yeah. Um, and yeah, it was a, a lot of fun. We ended up hiking uh, halfway down to the Grand Canyon. We were thinking that we were going to do the entire hike, but that just took too much time. So um, it was so beautiful. It was amazing. I took so many pictures, and um, it just, it was amazing. So from there, we went to uh, Lake Powell. Which is... UFO hotspot. Yeah. Uh, and uh, the second largest man-made lake. Oh, it's so, man-made. Yeah, oh, okay. It's, it's man-made. Uh, it's um, the Hoover Dam sort of runoff. They uh, directed everything into this giant, uh, I guess, gulch. And it filled up with water. And now it's a, a natural or a national reserve. So if the government ever needs water, that's where there they're drawing the water. Yeah. But it was really cool. We rented a boat. We uh, boated around the entire thing. Well, not the entire thing. The thing is huge. We couldn't get to the entire thing. But uh, we boated around a couple of like uh, cool like crevices, and um, it was just so much fun. It was really cool just being out there, being on a boat. Um, we jumped out a bunch of times, just like floated around. Um, I actually did something 
stupid. I jumped into, yeah, <laughs> amazing. You're doing something stupid. Say it ain't so. Um, I jumped into the lake with my cell phone in my pocket. Yeah, but I realized that I had it in my pocket. That's why you were incommunicado. <laughs> I realized I had it in my pocket, so I quickly pulled it out. And then I left it in rice for 24 hours. Yeah. And it started working again. Well, good. Yeah, I turned it off and then put it in the rice. So that was really awesome. But yeah, um, I did have my phone <laughs> with me for like a good 36 hours just yeah. because I wanted to make sure. Uh, but yeah, it was so much fun because we got to boat around. We threw anchor and we like found some like piece of land where we just kind of like chilled and... Um, basically floated on our big floaties and it was a lot of fun so after that we went to uh, Monument Valley which is uh, really fun it's it was super hot there like the entire trip was pretty hot like around 90 to 100 degrees but it was sort of that dry heat which is a lot more I guess um, a lot more better than what we have here in Atlanta with the, this like kind of wet yeah heat. dry heat wicks off a lot easier and so yeah. it cools much quicker so it's it felt like it was in the nineties but it didn't feel like it was ninety at least for me yeah uh, but when we got into Monument Valley man that place was hot yeah that's yeah that's desert land right there but it was a lot of fun we actually just kind of drove around we didn't do any uh, hikes because all the hikes were closed because they had a heat warning. Ah. So we couldn't do anything. So we drove around and we looked at a lot of the um, the structures, the rock structures, and that was a lot of fun. And then the last place we went to was uh, Mesa Verete. Um, and it's the cliff dwellings where the Pablo Indians would build their... Uh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The, yeah, okay. It's, it's a very famous... Um, you can look it up and you can see a lot of those like really cool cliff dwellings and it was really awesome because um these hikes they wouldn't let you go by yourself you would have to go with ranger right just so they were making sure that you weren't like destroying anything or you weren't touching anything um and the ranger would give you a lot of it a lot about the history when you were doing the uh, hikes as well and it was just cool to see like all the original architect in the uh, village and it was cool to see that they had like the original uh, wood there. And so that's how they would date things where they would like cut off a piece of the wood that they used for structure and then they would like ring date it, which was super cool. And then they just had all sorts of different um, structurally sound uh, areas, which was amazing to see. And you just sort of get a really like sense of just ingenuity like these people were moving these rocks and using like these this concrete that they would find out of these little uh streams these little seeps that would come through the uh sandstone and they would put that together and create these massive like buildings and they didn't have any sort of like beast of labor yeah. it was all them carrying these rocks oh, that's cool. and they would rock climb up and down these cliffs so it's just amazing to see like what humans can do when put to the test and yeah. it was just a testament of like how amazing they were and everything which was really cool 
Cool. So um, that was sort of like a whirlwind trip. Um, I really do wish that like we had more time to spend at all these places. Uh, I think we're going to try to go out during the spring and spend just four days over at the Grand Canyon and hike sure. down the, the uh, river and hike back up, okay. which is a 24-mile hike going down and then coming back up. That's a long hike. Yeah, but the thing is, so you, um, you end up at the south um, rim of the Grand Canyon, and you have to take a bus to the north rim because that's where all of your stuff is. Yeah. And that bus trip is a six-hour trip because they have to go all across the Grand Canyon. Jesus. Yeah, so so it, it, it looks like it's going to be a lot of fun. So, yeah, I was definitely... Um, I didn't really have much cell phone service because of all the national parks. Sure. A lot of places were like um, radio-free zones and stuff like that. I know that there were dark zones and radio-free zones, so yeah. at night we could just see all of the stars, and it was amazing. Especially living here in the city where you really can't see but, like, three stars. Like, going out into the wilderness and just seeing, like, the Milky Way and everything. Yeah. It's amazing. Yeah, I can imagine that's amazing. Yeah, so yeah. it was a lot of fun. Definitely a lot of fun. I recommend, I recommend any of those national parks. You could end up spending, like, entire week at any of those national parks that I um, just listed and uh, you would have a blast but yeah I, I really like going out into nature and you really do get like a perspective of everything and uh, you come back kind of recharged and uh, reinvigorated at least I did cool yeah cool. so awesome. so that was my my like big old two weeks okay all right well I've got so... one more thing oh, but, okay but after oh, okay yeah. gotcha well so um I, I didn't do a whole lot of than watch movies. So yeah. um, <laughs> I was I, outdoor, you were indoor. I was. Yeah. So I watched, uh, which I had seen it before, and I'm probably going to spoil it because no one should really have to watch this. Mm -hmm. um, if you're watching it, you've probably already seen it before, so you know what, what to expect. Uh, I watched a movie called Swordfish. Oh. It's got Hugh Jackman as a hacker, and yeah. John Travolta as a CIA agent who's trying to steal a shit ton of money. Okay. Um, it's... It's weird. Like, there's a I've lot never of seen this. there's a lot of scenes that like it's blatant advertising for like Heineken. Oh, right? really? Yeah. Well, the movie came out I think in like '01 maybe. Huh. Um, so there's a lot of weird house music on the soundtrack. Yeah. Um, it's like it's so it it has not aged well. It's almost 20 mm. years old. Yeah. Um, but like there's a scene where Hugh Jackman is having to prove how good of a hacker he is by hacking I think the NSA, right? Okay. But he does it from a laptop and they force him to do this with a gun to his head while he's getting a blowjob. Weird. And do it in under a minute. And wow. it's like I, that's not how hacking works, yeah. and that's really fucking. Is he pressing gross. all the keys? Yeah, he's just like yeah. hitting keys. Uh, more screens means more better. Yeah, um, like there's a scene where his like home rig while he's he's putting together this worm. Um, it, I think it's like nine screens, and it's like why would you need nine <laughs> yeah. screens to work? You on couldn't like, even comprehend nine screens. Yeah, you yeah. can't do that. Like that's not how things work but yeah. okay sure sure why not um it's it's a fun dumb sci-fi it's not sci-fi i guess like a like a thriller, thriller type movie okay. but it's um 
Yeah, I recommend it if you've never seen it and you're in the mood for some dumb fun. Oh, okay. Yeah. Nice. Um, so, the last thing I have is, um, so, I started watching the Great British Bake Off. Oh, okay. Which is a lot of fun. <laughs> I really like it. So, I do like some baking shows. I think they're really cool. And um, sometimes, though, like, the whole, um, I guess, uh, reality TV show gets kind of in the way where, you know, they're pitting, like, people who don't like each other or, like, they only have one pot, so they're fighting over the pot or something like that. This one is a very relaxed, very calm. I've heard. I've heard it's, it's yeah. super nice. And that's what I love. It's so wholesome. Like, everybody's, like, helping each other. Um, there is no prizes to win, so. Isn't there, like, a cake dish you can win? N- no. Oh, okay. there's There's nothing to win. There's, uh, you know, you're just doing it because you enjoy doing it. Um, nobody's a professional baker. They all have, like, side, you know, actual jobs. Day jobs. Yeah, day jobs. Baking is, or cooking is just their, like, side gig. And, um, it's very wholesome. Like, um, there is no, I guess, like, mean judge who's ripping you apart. Sort of, like, a David Ramsey or something like that. Who's saying it's... Gordon Ramsey. Gordon Ramsey. Dave Ramsey's a financial... Yeah. Oops. Huckster. <laughs> One of them, Ramses. Uh, yeah, so there's no one, like, ripping you apart. They're all very pleasant. You have, like, your own giant workstation. Um, people are helping other people out. It's just, it's really nice. And some of the stuff that they make is, like, amazing. It's really cool sort of to watch it. And then you still have that, like, little bit of tension of, like, who's going home and stuff like that. Yeah. Where, you know, it again, you're not like, oh, this person went home because, you know, they just got screwed out of something. They're a really good baker, but, like, they couldn't find a particular pot because this one person was hiding all the pots or something <laughs> like that. Um, yeah, and then you just feel like, oh, that person got robbed. No, everybody's, like, doing their best and helping out and... They've all got their own equipment, and they're all very nice and everything. And I just, I, I really like that. Like, I like that, like, wholesome feel to yeah. it. And, um, because again, like, some of the baking shows that I've seen, it's just, like, cutthroat, and everybody's mean to each other, and, like, I don't want to watch that. Like, yeah. I just, and I'm sure, like, past listeners, our, our past listeners know that I'm a very, like, happy-go-lucky kind of guy. I'm exactly. always looking at the brighter side of things. So this is definitely in my wheelhouse, and I really like it, and I'm going to continue watching it. The only the only crappy thing is, so it's a Netflix show, so you can definitely watch it, but they are doing a, um, a weekly release as it's being released. Oh, uh, yeah. that's... Uh... So you can't binge it. Um, you can definitely binge, like... The older um, seasons, if you want to rewatch those. Yeah. But the current one, yeah, they're only doing like a weekly release, which is fine. Sure. I, you know, it, it gives me something to watch for like an hour and then I can do other things. Yeah. Yeah. So, okay. yeah, that's that's the only other thing because like the two weeks of like you were camping out. and stuff, I yeah. was like, yeah, <laughs> I didn't have any sort of media with me. Oh, I did reread um, the Harry Potter books. I brought. Uh, oh, okay. Yeah. Um, I just, I love rereading those books. They, okay. I have my nostalgia glasses. I remember reading them when I was, um, you know, younger. Yeah, my wife is reading them now for the first time. Oh, really? Um, yeah, is I she think she's them? on Goblet of Fire. Oh, yeah. nice. Yeah. No, I, I love them. And um, 
you know, it's you always kind of like forget little things and stuff like that. And yeah. when you reread the books, you're like, oh yeah, I forgot about that. Or yeah. like the movies kind of blend in, and you're like, oh right, that didn't actually happen in the movie. That happened in the book. Yeah. So um, and it just kind of reminds me of like uh, a time when I was younger and okay. the world was a happier place. So yeah. So yeah, I. I always re love rereading those, so I brought um I brought the first two with me. I actually can't read on a plane, like oh. I can't read on a plane or Mission in a car. Sentence? Yeah, it gets me really like nausea. Mm. Um, so I actually listened to a podcast. I know I said one thing, but now multiple things are coming up here. Um, I finished the um the podcast. I know we've talked about this, but um the Adventure Zone. The Adventure Zone is. A fantastic podcast i i love it so much it's a great show um i guess i finished their what they're calling their first season balance um and it was just i really enjoyed it the bob arc the bob arc yeah bureau of balance the bureau of balance yeah um i just i really love the like diversity of the characters that they do i love their humor their humor is fantastic i love Again, I thought, like, it would annoy me because they're not um, really rules-heavy. But for a podcast, I think that's fantastic where you don't focus on the rules and you you make it very narrative-based. Yeah, you don't want a bunch of pedantic, like, well, you can't do it. You're five feet away. It's like, well, I can't envision the map, so I don't care. (laughs) Yeah, and, you know, I also do love Critical Role, but, like, when they get into combat... I know you skip a lot of their combat, but I also skip combat too because it's it's so like rules heavy and yeah. crunchy and like I'm not listening to a podcast for that. Also, Critical Role, those episodes are like four and a half hours, yeah. whereas Adventure Zone is like an hour. Hour. Very digestible. Yeah. Very digestible. And um, you know, I'm really I think being more narrative based lends itself much better to a podcast yeah. than if you're playing a game at your dining room table. Yeah. Because everybody's invested at the dining room table. Like It's a very, when you get into combat, it's a very like stressful, strategic thing. But when you listen to it on a podcast, it's very boring and very dull. Yeah. So that's why I really like The Adventure Zone. I highly recommend it. Um, I think it's fantastic. I'm actually really interested in getting some of the graphic novels that they... They're really good. Yeah. Yeah. And just sort of see how, like, they translate to the podcast. Because Although they only release one a year. Yeah, Because it's fine. for ARC. Yeah. I really wish they would come out quicker. That's okay for me. Uh, but yeah, so uh, I downloaded um, a bunch of those episodes on my uh, phone, and I listened to them while I was on the plane. Just cool. because, yeah. Again, I get motion sickness, and I can't really read when I'm on a plane or a, a car or something like that. Yeah. So listen to podcasts. Cool. Um, so that's it for me. That's it. I promise. Okay. All right. Maybe um, something else could come up. So, have Beans. you ever seen the movie Elvira, love, Mistress yeah. of the Dark? <laughs> I like how you powered through that. I did. Have you ever seen Elvira, Mistress of the Dark? No, I know of Elvira. So did this she is a, have movie? a movie. Yeah. Hmm. So she used to be like the introduction of like old horror and sci-fi movies, sort of like right? the Crypt Keeper. 
Uh, yeah, more like Vampira, uh, where she was like a host and she would pop up every now and then during the movie. Yeah. Um, but Mistress of the Dark is a movie that's, she's a character in it. Ah. She's not like the host. Yeah. Um, I remember seeing it a lot on like TBS and Comedy Central is when it, I was growing up. Oh, so it's a comedy? Um, yeah, it's a comedy. Okay. It's not like Grim Dark? No, 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 no. no. Okay. Um, but I'm starring it because I want to talk about it in a full episode. Okay, um, yeah, it is seen it. hilarious, and I love it. Yeah. Uh, you guys just need to go see it. Okay. Um, followed it up with uh, Punch Drunk Love. It's an Adam Sandler movie. It's one of the only like dramas that he's in. I think there's a couple more. Yeah, uh, Funny People. Yeah, Funny People's the other one. Yeah. Um, but Punch Drunk Love is pretty awesome, and I... Like he, it shows his range as an actor because uh-huh. he's normally just making movies with his buddies, yeah, and cracking like, lies or whatever. But yeah. like, this movie is a it's a Paul Thomas Anderson movie. Huh. It's very heavily influenced by French cinema. Yeah, um, interesting. It, it it shows a person going through a dark time in their life and powering through it, which is really uplifting in ways. Nice. He's not necessarily the best person, but it shows his range. Who's yeah, like who's who is a good person? But yeah. um, oh, also I got one side note thing. Okay, <laughs> uh, this is just kind of stupid. You brought up Adam Sandler. Um, we got an Airbnb at the very end, and uh, we were watching some shows on the TV, and Waterboy actually came up, but it was in Spanish. So it was kind of interesting to see, like, how they dubbed uh, Adam Sandler. Sandler's character of the Waterboy. If you haven't seen it, he has a weird, like, Louisiana yeah. yeah. It was very interesting to, like, hear somebody dub that in uh, sure. Spanish. So, <laughs> just a side note, it was pretty funny. We didn't watch the entire thing, but it, was, it wasn't quite a Louisiana accent, but it was... It was interesting. Okay. Yeah. Well, um, yeah, everyone should give Punch Drunk Love a watch. I don't know about Waterboy in Spanish, but um, Punch Drunk Love, it's got Philip Seymour Hoffman in it. Um, it's, it's, uh, it is it's is a drama. Um, yeah. Some people call it a rom-com. I, I don't see it as a rom-com at all, but yeah. it's, it's more in the vein of a French drama. Okay. Um followed that up I've, I've got three more um there we watched Dark Shadows the movie it's Dark a Tim Burton movie mm-hmm. with Johnny Depp starring as Barnabas Collins oh right yeah, yeah um I've... and it's set in the 70s which is yeah. when this soap opera was playing mm-hmm. I love the show yeah um, because it was a, yeah, it was a soap. Yeah, it was a soap opera, but it was just like, there's ghosts and vampires and shit. Yeah, kind of like the Monsters in a way. Uh, it wasn't a comedy, though. Oh, okay. Like, Monsters was a comedy. Dark Shadows was a um, was a drama. Tim Burton... If you like the show, you probably will hate this movie, but it's still a an interesting movie because they digest all of the... Like, Dark Shadows had, like... It was soap, so it had, like, 800 episodes. Yeah. Like, literally 800 that episodes. into, like, a so, movie. Yeah, they condensed a lot of the arcs into a movie, and they very quickly cover them. And because they quickly cover them, they seem funny and weird. And hmm. it's like, well, you're missing some nuance there, but okay, sure, we'll just go with this. Ah. Um, 
it was entertaining. Yeah. Um, if, Would you recommend you, it? Yeah, yeah, I recommend it. Okay. Um, maybe not if you've watched the show because the show was a much better. Have thing you watched to watch. the show? I mean, there's literally 800 plus yeah. episodes, so no. No, okay, yeah. Um, I've never seen an episode, so. Uh, I have seen episodes. No. Okay. Um, my wife buys them whenever we go to McKay's. She'll buy them where they've released them on, on disc. Yeah. Because they release them based on arcs that were happening rather than. Yeah. Then seasons. Yeah. yeah. Huh. Because, uh, yeah, it's a soap. It's on every week. Yeah. So, yeah. So, oh, yeah. Um, I also watched a remake of the movie Death Wish. This is the movie with uh, Bruce Willis, um, directed by Eli Roth. Uh, for a second, I thought you were going to say Death Note. No, Death Wish. Um, if you like dumb action movies, you might like this. The movie's a little bit mean. Oh. Um, hmm. It's very much just like the good guy with a gun narrative where he's <laughs> he's a doctor but yet he decides you know what I'm just going to shoot a bunch of murderers instead of saving lives I'm going to take lives well he saves lives but he like for every life I save I will take one like well like in the beginning there's this shootout with a cop right and yeah. he's a doctor and he's unable to save the officer that was brought in so he kills the person who killed the officer? No, 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 no. So this is before he starts being a vigilante. Yeah. Um, and this isn't a spoiler because this is literally the beginning of the movie. But he um, he can't save the officer's life. Mm-hmm. And then a nurse walks by in front of the cop who he's having to tell, look, we did everything we can. We can't save him. Mm-hmm. And the, this nurse walks by and goes, shooters in room two. Oh, yeah. In front of this 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 guy's partner that he's having to tell, look, we couldn't save your, your partner. Yeah. Um, and the guy's like, you're just going to go save that scumbag's life? Mm-hmm. And he's like... I'm a, I'm a doctor. I have to like. Yeah. I have to save a life if I can. Like I can't. Uh, yeah. Which I mean, it sets up this bizarre moral compass where it's it's like okay, I understand that this guy is a criminal, mm-hmm. but that doesn't mean that he doesn't get the chance to be resuscitated yeah. if he's hurt. Like I, Redeem I don't himself know. in some sort of way. Like, the moral time. compass in this is, it's a very black and white movie, and it's uh. like, no, life is life is nuanced. Yeah. Um, There's lots of grays. I don't know. It's, I found it kind of dumb, but um, maybe someone out there will like it. Okay. I don't know. Uh, and then the <laughs> last thing, uh, my wife and I watched um, Murder Mystery. It's an Adam Sandler movie on Netflix. Uh, huh. He and Jennifer Aniston are in a um, kind of a crumbling marriage or a marriage on the rocks, and they go on this cruise and they get involved in this this uh, series of crimes and, and heists. Is this something um, recent? Yeah, yeah. It came, when it came out, um, Netflix said that based on their results, if this were an opening weekend movie, yeah. 120 people. 120 million people oh, have oh. watched it. For a second, I was like, 120 people. No, they people wouldn't have released that, but it's like... Wow. I mean, it's fun. It's funny. I, mean, I recommend it. I don't Adam like Sandler Adam Sandler, is but... A, is a name that draws people in. Like, yeah, if like, you say Adam Sandler movie, people will be like, oh, okay. I, I don't like Adam Sandler, but this is a fun movie. Oh, okay. Um, I might have to give it a watch. I though. do recommend it. It's a good date night movie. Um, yeah. It... 
think Netflix is a little bit skewed because it's like, okay, like all people had to do though was click on this, whereas going to the movies, that's not a good analogy because Yeah, you have to pay. You have to go, you have to pay twenty dollars for this stupid movie yeah. and then sit and watch it and you can't get up or walk around or anything. Yeah. And I I don't like it's a fun movie. I, I see why that many people watched it because the trailer was, was funny. Um Yeah. I mean, it didn't oversell itself or make it seem like something it's not. Yeah. It's fun. It's enjoyable. Does Adam Sandler kind of rein himself in, or is he just as yeah, I mean, he and silly? He, he plays it straighter than that one cowboy movie that you oh, suggested I watched. The it's, Ridiculous Six? God damn. Yeah, that was a horrible movie. I think I just recommended to see your, like... To see if I would react. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's bad. Yeah, um, that's something I But Murder Mystery not. is good. Yeah. Um, would so, not recommend uh, Ridiculous 6. Yeah, everyone should should watch Murder Mystery. Don't watch Ridiculous 6. Yeah. Um, um, if you like wholesome baking shows, the great, great... British Bake Off. Yeah. Yeah, so... And if you know how to speak Spanish, maybe watch The uh, Waterboy in Spanish. It was kind of so funny. that's a show. Um, is it? Yeah, it's a show. Uh, <laughs> so Facebook is back row super shows, four separate words. Yep. Our nerd fight, we have the prize drawing back again. So take part in the nerd fight. Yeah. Like our page, subscribe, like the post, share the post, vote on the post. Uh, that's five entries right there. That's if you right. do all five of those. Um, and if we draw your name, we'll contact you and then announce winner the winner at the uh, the end uh, coverage episode that we always do. Yeah. Um, and then go to our Patreon. We have three tiers up, mm-hmm. um, or three goals up. Uh, Two monthly, tiers. Monthly game video, chronological rewatch of Pixar movies, chronological watch of Studio Ghibli movies. All of this money goes back into... The production costs, course, housing, yeah. storage, mm-hmm. buying better prizes for you guys. Being a, a patron gets you an automatic entry into the drawing. Yeah, so if you have like five bucks to throw, yeah, um, we would really appreciate that. Yeah, we have a five dollar a month tier where you get access to everything. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's a twenty dollar tier where um, if you want to, you know, donate to that, you give us a topic and we'll cover it pending approval. Uh, yeah. Media, book, movie, show, game, whatever. We'll we'll do the research and we'll cover it. And yeah. you can either make it private or public, your choice. Um, and don't forget, you can always email us over yeah. at the the back row super show at gmail dot com. Yep. Just uh, let us know how we're doing, and uh, if you want to say hi to us, we always appreciate those. Uh, words of uh, encouragement. Yeah. Hello. Yeah. Um, and the book club book is Something Wicked This Way Comes by Ray Bradbury. Yeah. So uh, be reading that. That'll come up in a couple weeks. So um, yeah. We'll uh, talk to you guys next week when we talk about the Aladdin trilogy. Yeah. So as always, be kind, rewind, stay golden. Bye. <laughs>